0: Welcome to the Thrive Church Weekly Podcast. We pray that you will be blessed and encouraged by this message today. Thanks for tuning in. Jesus. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. That's amazing. Um, Wow. Am, am I going to have a countdown? I'm going to need that, I think. She's <laughs> giving me a countdown, 100%. Yes, Lord, well, God... Uh, Let's just pray. Father, thank you so much. Thank you for everything you did at conference. Thank you, God, that conference wasn't the, uh, the end of something or, the, or even the high point. It's the beginning. It's the beginning of a new, cha- a new stage, a new chapter, a new leg of the journey. Thank you that, that things were planted. God, there was a planting at the conference, God. There was a planting. You planted seeds of kingdom, of glory, of presence, of truth, of promise into our hearts. And God, thank you, God, that as we partner with you and, and, and position our hearts before you, God, you water the seed. And God, thank you, it's the beginning of something that will grow into something truly beautiful, God. And so I just pray over this amazing community that, that, uh, that you've given me the honor of, of hanging out with. And God, I pray that you give them wisdom and courage, endurance, energy, and strength, God, to steward the seed, to steward the seed, God, to steward the seed, to see the forest in the seed. To not trip up over the day of small beginnings, God, but to see the forest in the in the seed. To see it for what it will become. To hold on to the vision and to defend hope until it comes into fulfillment in Jesus' name. And so thank you, God. I just want to... Um, I want to uh, say amen to everything Glenn just said. Um, I was about to say the same thing. So that's, uh, that's awesome. That was, that was perfectly said. If you do have testimonies, make sure you let people know because honestly, like every time you share a testimony, it plants a seed. I've just, we've just made two gardens at our house and massive gardens. And um, we planted like uh, over 100 trees. And, um, and uh, man, I'll tell you what, we didn't even have enough trees. To fill the space, we we need to buy more trees because the more seeds you plant, the more little things you plant, the bigger that garden grows, and you just want more seeds. You want seeds out there, so share testimonies, share testimonies, and also tell me too because um, it's just encouraging to know. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Well, hey, um, you guys are awesome, and it's been so good to be here with you all. Uh, if this is your first time seeing me, hi, my name is Matt. I was born at a young age, and um, I'm from Whangarei, with, uh, my wife Renee and I from Whangarei, and, um, and if this is the first time you've seen me, I want to say hi from someone that you may know, uh, Connor and Emma Seed, uh, they say hi, uh, they, they, they got me to promise that I would say hi to you guys, so hi from them, they're watching, whoa guys, yes, love you guys, and um, make sure you go to Bethel too. And, <laughs> and um ah, so good, so good. Hey, um, um, uh, Mackenzie, where is Mackenzie? She's out the back. Come on, Mackenzie, get back in here. Yes, 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 yes. I'm glad you could hear me out there, Mackenzie. Hey, um, I just had just before I carry on. Uh, I have a a specific word for you as you there's so much I want to say to you and so much I want to say about you there's so much presence on you there's so much destiny over you like this weekend I believe has been a, a pivotal moment for you and I feel like you are about to step into such a glorious season in your life and I feel like there is so much victory in your hand Um, and it's victory in the form of a seed it's not in the form of a tree it's victory that if you look after it it will come into the fruition of the victory that it's designed to be and um, I feel like the season that you're stepping into it, it may not be a season that is without contention it may not be a season that is without opposition but it's a season of glory it's a season of victory if you carry on pursuing and um, and what I saw is one of the things I saw over you, and uh, I want you to take this in the right way, but what I saw over you is I saw you stepping onto a field like David, and I saw like a Goliath in front of you, and the Goliath's name was Anxiety. And um, I'm, I'm not saying this over you personally necessarily, but, uh, but this is something I believe that God is wanting to give you authority and victory over is, um, the spirit of anxiety and anxiety is something that plagues so many people. It's pro it's possibly one of the, one of the, the biggest, um, play it's bigger than COVID-19 that's for sure. And, um, and I just, I just saw God giving you authority, and I saw God giving you strength, and I saw God giving you victory. And I feel like God wants you to know that you have victory over anxiety. Not, not just. Not, I'm not even. This is not even necessarily a personal thing, but I see it's over people around you, it's over um, communities, it's over, it's, it's over many, many people. I see you carrying victory over anxiety, and the victory is peace. You're a peace carrier. And there's a message of wholeness that's in your heart. And it has been fleshed out. It's, been, it's actually been written into your heart right now. The details of that message have been written into your heart. You're carrying a message of wholeness for a generation and for your generation. And so I bless you in Jesus' name. You can stay in here or if you, if you need to yeah. <laughs> go back out. <laughs> I'll drink to that. Well, I have um, 24 minutes and 14 seconds to say what I have to say and to pray for you. And so I want to, um, I want to recap on, a, I, I, I was sort of praying about which direction to take this morning and I feel to take a specific direction this morning, I was weighing up whether I would share this at all or whether I'd share it at the conference and I feel like this is a word specifically just for you guys as a church. So I realized that there were maybe other people at the conference, and I wanted to share this specifically for you guys. I've shared this in two other places. I've shared this at our home church, and I've shared this at um, at another church, actually in Christchurch. But this is not something that I would share in every community, because I don't think it is necessarily for every community. Aspects of it are for every community, but this message is really for specific people that, that God really highlights for this message. And it's, it's a teaching, but it's also a prophetic. There's a prophetic element to what I'm going to share this morning, and it's, and it's really what I want to share is for the purpose of strengthening something that I saw God doing in you and through you, and um, and what that is is I I see I I see like a uh, there was there was a shaking that shook Christchurch, and we've just. We've just, um, I don't know if it's celebrated is the right word for it, but we've just come to the 10 year anniversary of the first earthquake. I think that was yesterday or the day before. And, um, and, and there was a shaking and it shook, and there was something that could not be shaken that was revealed in the shaking. And we're about to step into a new decade. You are right now in the first day of the first step into a new decade as a city, as a region. And in this new decade, I think there's something about to be unearthed, that there's been a shaking for an unearthing, for a springing up of something new. And this is the decade of the springing up of something new. And there's something that you guys are carrying as as a forerunner community that um, that is to do with a prophetic mantle that is rising up out of this community, out of this group of people that is for many, many people. And it's a, it's a prophetic mantle that's rising up, that's springing up, that's not just carried by one or two prophets, but it's carried by a community of people that are not all prophets, but that are all carrying a prophetic mantle to carry together. And I see it being expressed in multi, 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 multi colors and in a multifaceted way. It's something that a prophetic mantle that is to be expressed in a way that's not, not necessarily normal. And not necess- it hasn't necessarily been seen before. But it's a prophetic mantle that's woven into a creative flow. And I see many colors and I see creativity exploding out of this place and projecting and imparting and incarnating the word of God and the Spirit of God, and the substance of God. And so I want to speak into that. I want to give some wisdom around that. I do want to encourage you. We released an impartation last night for Signs, Wonders, and Miracles. And just a little side note is I want to encourage you. I've shared, I've released an impartation like that in many different places, and few places steward it. And it makes me, I, I kind of like, sometimes feel like, man, come on, man, like steward this thing and so my my encouragement to you, just on a side note from last night is and i don't want I, I say this because I don't want last night to get lost in what I'm about to say now is I want to encourage you with all my heart to steward the supernatural in this community. I want to encourage you to see the forest and the seed to steward the day of small beginnings and my prayer, my longing is that in a year's time and two years' time, I'll be talking to Glenn and Deb, and they'll be sharing stories about, man, you should hear the miracle stories, man. It's so-and-so and so-and-so. And so. You should have heard the stories of Mitch. Mitch went to the hospital the other day, and oh, my gosh, like they literally cleared the entire cancer ward out. It was crazy, you know, like. And um, he just, failed, just woke up, had a dream, and in the dream he was in the hospital, and he thought, man, why not? I'll just go to the hospital, cancel my appointments today. I prioritize the supernatural. I'm just going to go cancer ward. That's a good place to start. Bam! Like, I just, I'm just, you know, I'm just saying, that would be awesome. Um, That would be awesome. Um, But what I want to share with you today is to really strengthen this prophetic unearthing that I see happening. And I want to share something. This is kind of a freshie. And uh, this is a fresh revelation for me from the start of the year. And um, I want to share a little bit of my journey. I want to share a little bit of something that God shared with me. And uh, and I, I want to pass that on to you as a point of encouragement, of wisdom, and um, and to unlock something I believe God is wanting to do through you in terms of the prophetic. And through you, not just for you, but through you, for you, and for many, many others. Yeah. Um, and that is this. At the start of the year, God said to me, I want you to not know wisdom. I don't want you just to be wise. Because Renee kept telling me that I have tons of gray hairs coming. So I was like like thinking, well, I must be getting wiser, you know, and God was like, well, I don't want you just to get wise. What I want you to do is I want you to actually meet wisdom. I want you, I want to introduce you to the person of wisdom. This year, this year, I want to introduce you to wisdom and um, and so I've been on this journey of getting to know wisdom. Wisdom is something that we desperately need as we step into the new. We are stepping, we have stepped, we have we have come from a way of life from a world that we do not have the option of going back to. COVID-19 shut the door on that old way. Like, like literally just right now in this exact right now season as of, as of the last few months, we have stepped from one season, from one time, from one era as a human race. And, and there is no more door there. We cannot return. There's no way back. We are in a whole new world, and to navigate our way forward in a whole new world, we need wisdom. We don't need just human wisdom, we need divine wisdom. We need the wisdom from heaven, the wisdom from the mind of God. And to have that, we don't need to just kind of have the philosophy of wisdom. We actually need to learn how to journey with, partner with, and walk with the person of wisdom. And so I want to I uh, speak into this. And I want to share some of the things that God has shown me and taught me over this time since he spoke that to me at the start of the year. Wisdom is like um, wisdom is like diving. I like diving. I do a little bit of diving. And um, I, love, um, I, I love the whole fact that there's a whole underwater world. I love the fact that when you're on a boat and you look at the surface of the water, you can't see what's under the water. But when you dive into the water, you can begin to explore what's under the surface, and it's a, it's it's a, you know, it's literally called a different kingdom. It's in our world, but it's a, it, it's an underwater kingdom. It's a whole other world, and it's a whole other world to be explored. And there's a whole spirit world out there to be explored. There's a whole invisible world that you cannot see and you cannot engage with until you jump into it. And when you jump into it and start to engage with it, then, oh my gosh, it's a whole kingdom that's within this world. There's a spirit world in this world that we can engage with. And and wisdom is like this. Wisdom is like the goggles. If you dive into the ocean and you don't have goggles... It sucks. It's super frustrating. I went crayfish diving um, a little while back in Ahipada, which is up north, and there's tons of crayfish. And I went and I didn't have my goggles. Thankfully, there's so many crayfish up there, so it doesn't matter. You can just reach your hand anywhere and find a crayfish. But but literally, I couldn't see anything. It was just like the whole time, and this is one of the things, the whole time, because I didn't have the goggles, the whole time I was thinking, man, everything looks like a shark. Like <laughs> Everything that's slightly gray and moving, whether it's even a rock, the rocks don't even move. They just look like they're moving. They just all look like sharks. Everything is a shark. And so I'm like hyper freaked out the whole time thinking, oh my gosh, everything's a shark. But then something happens when you put the goggles on and you can see clearly. Now you can engage with the world that you were always in, but you couldn't engage with it till you had the goggles on. When you put the goggles on, you can see, you can you can see clearly, You can there's definition, you can see, well, that's a crayfish, that's a rock, not a shark, that's a snapper, that's a da-da-da, and then when the visibility is good, man, it's epic to have goggles on. It's so much better to be in the water with goggles on than on the boat looking at the surface. Many of the church are just on the boat looking at the surface, and God is saying, dive in the water of the Spirit, but don't dive in without your goggles. Wisdom is like the goggles. Um, I... I just want to read a couple of scriptures to you, and then we'll go from there. Proverbs 3 says this, How blessed is the man who finds wisdom and the man who gains understanding. For her prophet, by the way, we're in a little bit of, you know, there's been fear in people's hearts about the, about the economic ramifications of COVID-19. So this is a key scripture for if you have fear around COVID-19 and the economic system, uh, ramifications this is a good scripture for you for her profit is better than the profit of silver and her gain better than fine gold she is more precious than jewels and nothing you desire compares with her long life is in long life is in her right hand and in her left hand are riches and honor Her ways are pleasant ways and all her paths are peace, which is shalom, which means nothing missing, nothing broken. And it also means to be severed from every cord that binds you to chaos. That's a a literal Hebrew definition of, of shalom is to be set free from every cord that binds to chaos. All her paths are that. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her, and happy or joyful or ecstatic are all who hold her fast. Selah. This is Solomon, the man of wisdom, talking about the benefits of wisdom. And this is just one of the many times that he talks about the multiple, the multifaceted benefits of wisdom. And that right there, I mean, I could just go home right now. And just leave you with that. That right there is enough to make is enough to just say, "Hey, let's pursue wisdom." This is someone writing about wisdom, saying, "Man, I have tasted the fruit of wisdom. This is what it's like: favor, long life, health. I oh, mean, I was bound to chaos, but now I'm free. I've got peace. There's wealth. There's honor. There's da 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 da." Come on, man. We need wisdom. We need wisdom. Wisdom's not a side issue. Wisdom is a foundational thing. Wisdom is a, is a core tool. Wisdom is not one of those tools. If you're a builder, you know, there are tools that you can kind of that are peripheral tools that you don't really need to use that often and you can kind of get away with not having. Wisdom is like, you know, a, a hammer is not one of those tools. A hammer, if you're a builder, a hammer is not a peripheral tool. A hammer is a primary tool. Wisdom is a primary tool. You don't, you don't want to go to work without your hammer if you're a builder. You don't want to go to work without wisdom if you're a Christian his, um, that's about wisdom. Here is wisdom speaking, Proverbs 8. This is what wisdom has to say about itself. You ready for this? The Lord possessed me at the beginning of his way before his works of old. I have been established from everlasting from the beginning before there was ever an earth When there were no depths, I was brought forth. When there were no fountains abounding with water. Before the mountains were settled, before the hills, I was brought forth. While as yet He had not made the earth or the fields or the primal dust of the earth, when He prepared the heavens, I was there. When He drew a circle on the face of the deep, when He established the clouds above, when He strengthened the fountains of the deep, when He assigned the seas its limit— so that the waters could not transgress his command. When he marked out the foundations of the earth, then I was beside him, then I was beside him as a master craftsman, as a master craftsman, and I was daily his delight, rejoicing always before him, rejoicing in his inhabited world, and my delight was with the sons of men, Now, therefore, listen to me, my children, for blessed are those who keep my ways. (laughs) Always beside him as the master craftsman. And this is what God spoke to me. Wisdom is the dance partner of creativity and creativity is the dance partner of wisdom. Every time you see creativity, you will find wisdom. Wisdom was beside the Creator in creation, and that is always the trend. From that point on, that's always the trend. Every time you see creation happening, wisdom will be the right-hand man or the right-hand lady. So when, when, when creativity happens, when, when communities of people start to engage in creative flow and in their creative expression, what that naturally does, and God has designed this to be the way it works from the foundation of the earth, is that when that happens, when creativity starts happening, wisdom is attracted. You cannot engage in a creative process without wisdom being drawn towards you. Wisdom is the dance partner of creativity. Um, I had, uh, an encounter, I was telling, um, Glenn and Deb about this, but I had an encounter, uh, oh, it was maybe 18 months ago now, and, um, and I was going through a little bit of, uh, like, just feeling like, man, things seem to be going well, like, miracles are happening, um, I feel like I'm in my destiny, I feel like I'm in my purpose, you know, I've got great friends around me, um, You know, the surf's pumping, you know, um, there's no COVID-19, like I can still travel. (laughs) Um, Kids are doing good, family's doing good, finances are doing pretty sweet, you know, like everything's, I'm good, everything's good, I'm feeling good, I can't point at anything and go, that's a total disaster, I'm not happy about that. I'm kind of like marginally happy about everything. Of course, everything's got room to grow, but I feel like I'm kind of somewhat on track with life. But there's something in me, that's just not connecting. There's something in me that's just, I don't know, I can't put my finger on what it is. Something in me feels dull. Uh, There's a dullness in me, and I don't know what it is because everything seems to be going well, but there's a dull, there's like a, a, a dullness. That's the only way I could describe, a dullness. And I was praying and I was asking the Lord, and God said this to me, he said, well, Matt, this is what I want. If you draw near to me, I'll draw near to you. And I said, wow, cool. I love that scripture. And he said, no, no, what I mean is I want you to draw. I want you to draw pictures. And as you draw pictures, I will draw near to you in your drawing of pictures. And now my story is, I, I, um, I've always loved art. I used to paint murals. I've just started painting murals again. And, um, and, and my cre- everyone has a creative flow. Everyone is creative in some way. If you've believed the lie that you're not creative, bummer. You are created in the image of a creator. Yeah. You are creative your your flow your your expression of creativity is different to the person next to you every person has a different primary creative flow like some of you are, it's your 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 creative expression is to do with parenting. Some of you, your creative expression is to do with um, business and entre- entrepreneurship. Some of you, your creative flow is as a carpenter. Some of you, it's as an artist or a musician or or some of you, it's more multifaceted. Some of you, it's more singular. It's more, I've got the specific creative flow that God's given me, this creative expression that God's given me. But every single person in this room, whether you have discovered it and found it or not, that's another that's another topic. But every single person in this room has has a particular creative expression flow grace that God has put on the inside of you that has either been discovered that is waiting to be pursued more or that has yet to be discovered but is waiting to be unearthed in you. You're all creative in your own way. And for me, one of my creative um, outlets and giftings and graces is as a painter, artist, drawer guy. And I just, I enjoy drawing pictures. So I started to, um, and I haven't, I hadn't done this for so long. I had put it to the back burner. I had got real busy with ministry, real busy with family, real busy with everything else. And I just put it right to the side and I put down my pen. I do graffiti art. That's how I, um, you know, obviously before I was a Christian, it was slightly illegal at times. And then, um, and then, uh, uh, don't hold that against me. Then I got born again, and then I'd stop being illegal, so you can take a, take a breath, and it's good, And um, so I, but I put down the spray can, I put down everything, and, and then 18 months ago, I started drawing, and I noticed that as I was drawing, I noticed two things, first thing is this, I noticed that the, there was a dull, the dullness that I couldn't put my finger on, started to lift off me, I noticed that it took energy to engage with. I noticed that sometimes it was actually hard to pick up my pen and actually draw a picture because like prayer, like exercise, like eating healthy food, like anything that's good for you, it actually takes energy to engage with. But as you take the energy and the time to jump into it, it gives you more energy than what you put into it. It's always an investment of energy, not the expense of energy. And so uh, but so I've gone through a wrestle of that. But I did, uh, But I noticed that as I... Jumped into the process and started drawing pictures. The dullness started to leave, and I started to feel this sense of fulfillment. And I started to feel this sense of color, of vibrancy, of energy, of life, rising up on the inside of me. And I was like, "Man, that is like amazing!" And then I, I was processing this, and you know how like sometimes when you're on a process, God just starts connecting dots for you. And I um, I was just thinking about this, and I was kind of fascinated in what was going on with this, and. Uh, I was like, man, it's so interesting. I feel just like so good drawing these pictures. And um, I stumbled across a Netflix documentary. And uh, this Netflix documentary, I think it's called The Creative Brain. I may have that wrong, but uh, I I watched it. It's from a neuroscientist that uh, is a non-Christian neuroscientist that studied the connection between the brain and creativity. And one of his conclusions is this. He said that, um, that 90 to 100% of anxiety and depression in the world right now is, and this is one of the biggest things that's plaguing our planet right now, 90% to 100% of the reason behind anxiety and depression in the world right now is due to a disengagement with creativity that if people could engage with their creativity and engage with their creative flow, it would disarm anxiety and depression in the world. And he went through all the brain statistics and said, this is the part of your brain that comes alive when you're creating and this produces this and the, the different chemicals that produce happiness and da-da-da. And it's, he basically, he did this whole documentary, his life work, all his study, and he basically just regurgitated Proverbs 3, which is the proverb that I read to you first. He just, uh, Proverbs 3 is the summary of what he's discovered as a scientist studying the brain and creativity. And I felt that, I felt that on the inside, I was experiencing, I was like, man, this is language to what I'm experiencing in my life as I draw. The other thing that happened is this, I would be drawing pictures about things that, you know, I, I mean, it was, it's not about the perfection of the picture, it could be a stick figure. Just anything, I just create something. Even if it's for nothing, just do something. Just create something. Just do something. And I noticed that no matter what it was, what began to happen is a spirit of wisdom or revelation would come around me as I'm drawing, and it still happens. So I could be drawing a picture about a donkey eating grass, for example. It just has nothing to do with anything that I'm thinking about, but it just like seems like a good idea to... It's just, I'm just drawing a picture, and I'll start getting revelation about... Um, healing miracles in Myanmar, or about parenting, or about this, it's totally unrelated to donkeys eating grass, but I'll start, a spirit of wisdom and revelation, I notice that when I draw, it just, it's like hangs out there, and then I start drawing, and wisdom revelation just goes zoom over here, and all of a sudden, I'm in, I've got my goggles on, all of a sudden, I'm in a kingdom, I'm in a spiritual dimension which has always been there, but I'm able to engage with it at a level that I couldn't engage with it until that thing shifted over me. It's the goggles, they come on. I noticed the goggles come on and there's an exploration, there's a thing that happens and takes place when, um, when you engage in a creative flow. Here's what Zechariah 1 says. This is in verse... Seventeen. My cities shall again spread out through prosperity. The Lord will again comfort Zion and will again choose Jerusalem. Then I raised my eyes and looked, and there were four horns. And I said to the angel who talked with me, "What are these?" So he answered me, "These are the horns that these are principalities and powers. These are the horns that have scattered Judah, uh, Israel, and Jerusalem." Then you know, what I'm about to tell you and what I'm sharing with you right now is one of the greatest strategies for spiritual warfare that you'll ever hear. This is, this is not just how to cast a demon out. I'm sharing with you how to disarm powers and principalities of nations. <laughs> this is pretty cool. Then the Lord showed me four craftsmen. I was, wisdom was beside the Creator as His master craftsman. The first person ever anointed by the Spirit of God, by the way, was a craftsman. There's something about craftsmen, about creators going first. That's to do with a forerunner mantle that's on you. Then he showed me four craftsmen and I said, what are these coming to do? And I, and I, and I believe that heaven, I believe the earth could ask the same question of you guys. What a, what a thrive coming to do. What a Thrive. What is this community at Thrive? What, is this, what are they coming to do in this season? What are these coming to do? And so he said, these are the horns that have scattered Judah so that no one could lift up his head. What's that? That's that dullness. That's that anxiety. That's that hopelessness. That, that's, that's that disappointment. That's that, uh, yeah, cup's half empty. That's that but the craftsmen are coming to terrify them to cast out the horns of the nations that are lifted up uh, that are lifted that have lifted up their horn against the land of Judah the land of praise to scatter it god's raising up craftsmen god's raising up creators and he's raising up creative communities that are carrying the glory and presence of God and the wisdom of God to actually disarm principalities and powers and make a way for a generation to rise up into their identity and into their connection with God, into their purpose, into the dream that God has for them. And the craftsmen and the creators in these creative communities are the foreigners that will go first and pave the way for many. And you guys are called, to be, are called into this. You are being established for this time, for this purpose. And so here's, here's what I want to do. I want to pray for you, and um, And that's what I want to do. So the first thing I want to do is this. If, if you are here, and you have believed the lie that you are not creative, I just want you to quickly stand up. It always thoroughly surprises me who stands up, by the way. I'm like, "How how, 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 how?" But uh, yeah, just close your eyes. and I just if you're sitting down, just just um, just in your heart, just start to pray for these guys who are standing up. Right now, I thank you for peace, being imparted into minds and hearts right now. I declare shalom, I declare nothing missing, nothing broken. I declare every cord that binds any person or any heart or any mind or any aspect of any life to chaos being severed right now. I declare the spirit of wisdom over these ones who are standing. I declare an unearthing and a revelation of this specific, particular, unique, creative flow I declare, God, right now that their mind would connect with their creativity, that they would all of a sudden become aware and begin to become aware of what it is that they're carrying to contribute to the creative expression of this house and of this community. And I declare it right now. in Jesus, I declare that you'll be giving thoughts, that you'll be giving ideas, that you'll be giving revelation right now in the name of Jesus. Right now, creativity is something that can't be boxed into one form or one format. But creativity comes in so many billions of different colors. And I thank you that each one of these people standing is carrying some of those colors. And so I bless them right now. I bless them right now. I bless them right now. Next thing I want to do is if uh, you guys can just stay standing, just keep receiving and just keep in that process. If you want to sit down, you can too. But if you're here and you are... um, Artists are not the only creative people, but if you're involved in one of the arts, if you're involved in either dance, uh, um, filmmaking, photography, uh, uh, painting, um, music, if you're involved in one of the arts, I just want you to stand up right now. Father, right now I just declare, I just put your hands on your heart. Right now I just declare, yeah, yeah, you need to stand up, Glenn, for sure, 100%, get up, Yeah. Yeah. Father, I just I just I just declare right now over these ones who are standing, God, I thank you, Father, for that forerunner mantle that's on them. I thank you that you're raising up craftsmen, you're raising up artists in this season, God, to terrify the horns. God, I thank you for the process of creativity that takes things out of the invisible and incarnates the invisible so it becomes incarnate so that it becomes visible for people to engage with i thank you for the grace and the capacity to take the invisible word of god and make it visible god i declare over these ones standing right now i declare extra grace being poured out on them extra grace being poured out on them i declare fire i declare that their their creative flow their creative expression right now being mingled and mixed and woven into the supernatural power of the spirit to the supernatural power of the Spirit to bring results, to bring grace, to bring life in a way that that it just couldn't on its own. And right now, if, if you're here and you're just like, man, you know what? I want to just be a part of this. I want to be a part of this. And I want to add my creativity to the table of what God's doing in this community. Then I just want to pray for that spirit of wisdom and revelation to just come on you. And if that's you, if you just say, Yes, I, I want to be a part of this. I want to be a part of scattering the four horns. I want to be a part of disarming powers and principalities. And I want to be a part of the, the unearthing of this prophetic mantle that's coming out of this community in this season through creativity. If that's you, just stand up and I want to pray for you all. Father, and just put your hands on your heart and just expect to receive something right now. Some of you are gonna feel like a lightness come right around your mind and you're gonna feel like your inner world gets bigger than your outside world. And if that doesn't make sense to you, it will if it happens to you. And so right now, I declare over this room, over this community, over this people right now, I declare a spirit of wisdom and revelation. I declare the spirit of wisdom and revelation, that ancient spirit of wisdom and revelation, the spirit that delights in the sons of men, that spirit that dances with the Creator, that is always beside Him. God, I declare the spirit of wisdom and revelation over minds and over hearts, and I declare courage and bravery to come alongside that spirit of wisdom. Revelation so that it would roar and not whisper. I declare of your creativity, I declare roar, roar, don't whisper. Roar, don't whisper. I declare a bravery over your vulnerability. A bravery over your vulnerability in Jesus' name. Thanks again for tuning in to the Thrive Church weekly podcast. Stay up to date with everything that is happening by following us on social media.